Welcome to Outside Innovation, which is the podcast version of my weekly blog. You can find it at uh, Paul Taylor, Paul I Taylor even dot com with an I in the middle between Paul and Taylor. Um, we're a day late with the podcast this week, which is ironic, really, as the uh, blog this week was about wasting time. So we'll get on with it and get it out there rather than uh, go through any comments. So we'll just do the post itself. Um, and the post started this week with a a kind of a quote that came from Mark MacArthur Christie on Twitter in response to the previous week's post. And he said, we really need to start treating people's time as being more valuable than the organization's money. And I think it's this respect for time, Mark, that kind of inspired um, this post. So in 2012, a civil servant in the German town of Menden wrote a farewell message to his colleagues on the day of his retirement, stating that he'd not done anything for 14 years. And since 1998, he wrote, I was present, but I was not really there. I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, well done, mate. But that's a lot of time wasted. That's a lot of organisational time wasted. That's a lot of taxpayers' money wasted. People waste a lot of time at work. Or rather, we waste a lot of people's time at work. And the fact this isn't even a contentious statement is shocking. The only debatable point is what people waste their time on. Uh, a recent piece of work uh, from Zapier, which I'll link to in the episode description, found that meetings aren't killing productivity, but data entry is. And that's interesting because meetings have historically been blamed for sucking time out of the day. But the Zapier survey of a thousand knowledge workers found that data entry and covering for colleagues being asked to do things was the biggest non-value-added activity. So just some headlines from um, the report. The majority of workers spend less than three hours a day on impactful work. 81% say they spend less than three days or uh, sorry, three hours a day on creative work. And 76% spend less than three hours a week on strategic work. And workers spend a lot of time doing work outside their role. 83% said that they spend one to three hours a day covering for or making up work for another colleague. And this isn't a surprise to anyone who's followed my blog, but almost all workers spend a massive amount of time in chat apps. 90% spend up to five hours a day checking work messenger apps like Slack or Microsoft Teams. And that's interesting because there's been a lot of commentary during the kind of the pandemic period of how email has been killed off by lockdown. But it's clear now that email has only been, um, it's just been replaced with chat apps. People have shifted to Teams, to Slack. Um, so you and I probably don't think we waste other people's time, but intentionally or not, we all do it. We write policies and procedures that help us fulfill our outcomes, but get in the way of the outcomes of others. We schedule unnecessary or last minute meetings and we fill the inbox or other people's inbox with messages that have no real value and are often overlong. And we design processes that make it more difficult for our customers to do business with us. And we wear business as a badge. It's almost like being proud of living a life in back-to-back -back meetings. And we fill people's time with work about work, which gets in the way of actual work. 
Work about work are activities that take time away from meaningful work, including communicating about work, searching for information, switching between apps, managing shifting priorities, and chasing the status of the work. Those kind of days you have where you don't feel you've done anything meaningful, you've just done work about work. And we have whole roles in organisations whose limit it is to generate work about work, distracting people from what they should really be doing. Now, many of us after COVID may be experiencing a reconsidering of priorities, the lasting effects of which will not only be personal, but economic. And during lockdown, many of us have recalibrated, finding that our lives and work are intrinsically linked. They're one, they're not separate. Unfortunately, many employers have not realised this. Cutting the pay of those who work from home, that's Google's uh, proposition, who um, will cut the pay of people who opt to work from home permanently, might get a pay cut. Um, some remote employees, especially those with a long commute, could have their pay cut simply without changing address. And there's been a rise in employers utilising what's been termed tattleware, software to monitor workers' online activity and assessing their productivity, from screenshotting their screens to logging their keystrokes and tracking their browsing. And this is part, you know, of what's fueling talk of the Great Resignation, a period of high turnover as workers gain more confidence in the economy and therefore feel more comfortable in making some career changes. And for the first time in my career, I, I genuinely know of more people looking to making changes to their employment than I do of people who are highly engaged. So post-pandemic, we need to reshape the workplace so that it reflects people's lives today, in 2021, not 20 or 30 years ago. And if only one good thing comes out of COVID, it might be that we find a greater respect for other people's time. I like the piece from Stowe Boyd, uh, again, I'll link to in, the, um, in this descriptor, who writes, we should not start with the goal of conforming to the unreasonable demands of time-hungry corporations that will use even the leverage of a pandemic to carve out an additional three hours a day from its workers. And I agree with that, Stowe. And full calendars and back-to-back -back meetings simply reveal leaders who are lost. It's not a badge of honour. There's nothing to admire about this. It's a very visible sign of a malfunctioning system and a malfunctioning way of working. And we aren't always in full control of how we spend our time. However, we are in control of how we contribute to the distraction and time-wasting that happens every day in the modern world of work. This ends when we say it ends. Thanks for listening to Outside Innovation, and it would be appreciated if you subscribe to this wherever you're listening, and even better if you leave a review. See you next time. Thanks.